Here we are now with episode four of Learning to Breathe. My name is Dosta, and today I'd like to talk about emotion and expression. Breathing is the key to emotional release. It's the key to emotional work. It's the key to emotional opening, emotional awareness. And these things are a must for any sort of opening to existence, to what it's like to be you. You must deal with your emotions. When I say deal with them, I don't mean deal with them as in deal with it and get on with it. I mean work with them, expand them, explore them, open to them. If you're mature enough and you're at the stage to say, okay, I need to work with my emotions, then you're going to be looking for techniques which, which induce emotions. How do you enter into the emotional body? How do you open up your heart? How do you open up your feelings? Now, we've been talking about sensitivity and coordination of the body and subtlety of what it's like to be you. And emotions are one in the same with all these words and phrases and things that we're doing, and these things that we're trying to work on. Emotions are key to opening to your subtleties and your feelings. So there are many breathing techniques which induce emotions, and probably the most famous of which is the holotropic breathing. There's also an emotional release breathing, which is very similar to it. And in a nutshell, it just goes like this, that you breathe as hard and as fast as you can continuously. And usually these techniques are done with someone supervising you. So emotional release is best done in a therapy setting or in a setting where there's a facilitator or a group meditative setting. So these techniques are most effectively done either in groups or in a one-on-one session. So for emotional release, the facilitator will tell you to breathe as hard, as deep, and as fast as you can, and you force your breathing. You push your breathing to the absolute limit, and they will push your body down. They will restrain you, and that will open up your emotional body. You'll break through into your emotional body. And basically, you have to breathe as hard as you would after you just done a 200-meter sprint, but without the sprint. So that's the sort of level of breathing you have to do. And you have to force yourself into it. If you really push yourself into it, you really go for it, then it works and it opens up. And if you have a good facilitator, they're going to be there and they're going to be pushing you as well. They're going to understand that this is what you're after and this is what it's all about. And if you break through, well, then you're dealing with the emotional body. And what you find in your emotional body is, well, there's a whole world there. There's all sorts of things that can open up. So 
emotional release through breathing is is really the secret to working with your emotions. Now, there are also breathing things that indicate your emotions. So emotion and expression, they're linked because your expression is the the outer manifestation of what your inner emotional life is. So for example, you can have a huff or a sigh or a burp or a scoff or a yawn or a groan or a moan or blowing raspberries. So these expressions where your breath changes, there's only one breath which changes, in a situation where you've got this emotion, they indicate what's happening for you. Now, a sigh, like a, that can be, that can be so many different things. There's a wide range of things that that can mean. It can be a sigh of relief. It can be a sigh of frustration. It can be a sigh of hopelessness. It can be a sigh like, oh, I just give up. It can be a sigh like, oh, I told you so. (laughs) Do you know that sigh like, well, I told you so. (laughs) And then there's also the scoff or the, the, you know, that sort of, ah, some people have that, that tick. It's like a personality tick where they're doing something and it's just like, ugh. Do you notice these ticks in you? Do you notice that it's your breath that changes once? And what what's happening here with these with all these little expressions and these breath techniques is you have your normal breathing. We can say your neutral breathing. And the scoff or the sigh or one of these little ticks will change your breath just once. So there's like a one little indent like a punctuation where your breathing hits something. And that is an indication of how you are. And you can actually reverse engineer this. So you can do this by saying, well, how do I, what do I do when I'm relaxed? Like, what's the breathing of relaxed or the sound of relaxed? You know, you can go, ah. Ah, that's the sound you make when you're relaxed. And you sigh and you go, ha, ha, aha. So try that. If you're ever in a situation you need to relax, and you can even repeat it a couple of times to get a sense of it, but reverse engineering these. Well, I mean, there's two things. There's first, be aware of your tics. And another is reverse engineer them to use them. Now, when it comes to laughter, you notice there's a very strange phenomenon. that It's so peculiar what laughter is. No one really knows, I don't think. I've never come across anyone that really knows. And yet somehow everyone does know what laughter is. It's really quite curious. Now, what's happening with the breathing when you laugh? Have you ever inquired into it? Have you ever looked into it? I've found that this is one of the most complicated and most intricate laughing patterns or breathing patterns that goes with laughter. Now, 
There all there are also textbook things to do with the the laughing. There's this, sort of this trio, which is where you laugh from, and one of them is you laugh from your throat, and then you laugh from your chest, and then you laugh from your belly. And there's sort of this 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 range there. So some people say the mouth, the throat, and the chest, or the mouth, the throat, and the belly. But basically, you can get in touch with this by the the assonant of what you use to laugh with. So you can do the 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 ha 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 that sort of laughter. And then you've got the sort of the giggle laughter. So that's the ha and the he. And then you've got the who, which is the laughter. And if you really do these, I mean, I'm just doing a quick, quick demonstration. But if you really do these for some time and you work them, this is the same as your reverse engineering your expressions for breathing and emotion inducing you induce the laughter into the part of the body that you're laughing from and that can give you this this wake up it gives you this energy it contracts the muscles it it pushes the muscles and where the laughter comes from helps open up which part of the body it's not like ha he or who laughter which one is better it's really just a matter of the range so laughter well, it, it's really a whole world of breathing techniques unto itself. So there's a lot to experiment with. There's a lot to do with it. And if you ever get the chance to work in an emotional release group or with someone who's you know giving you a, a session, then laughter can be a very powerful tool for you to open things up. Now, the actual laughter pattern goes like this. It's a it's a big it's sort of like ah ha 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 Now that's with the voice, but the breathing of that is a a big breath out, staccato breaths out, and then the rest of the air out. So that's an out-breath that has three stages to it. And then you have the big, fast in-breath. So if you do... <gasps> that's the pattern for breathing. Can you, can you get your head around that? Are you following me? Big draw in. Breath out for a little while a sequence of staccato out-breaths, and then the rest of the air out. And you can hear it. If you listen to someone laugh and they're really laughing, it's not the same as a giggle or a, or a one-off like, aha. But if they're in a group and they're laughing, then you listen for this and you can hear it. All laughter has this pattern. You go, ah, ha, 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 and the the rate in which you like how fast you go through this is different for everyone but you can do this breathing without the voice as well so just to do it silently it would be 
And for the people who want to go into a deep state and they want to go beyond their emotions and really to induce a a euphoria, this is the technique for you. This breathing technique is the thing for the people who want to get high. Now, I hope and I think it's safe for me to assume that a lot of people come to meditation because of the the bliss and the euphoria it can give them. It's the the draw of the higher states that brings them to wanting to practice and it's this thing of peak experiences of rapture of breakthrough of getting high quite frankly it's just getting high it's just a drug and i think there's a lot i could say about that as a meditative path and i will be talking about it more in the future but here is a technique which can give you that it's guaranteed to give you that if you repeat this laughter breathing pattern of big gasp in part of the air out a sequence of staccato breaths and then the rest of the air out and you repeat that a number of times you're going to feel it you're going to feel high in your head you're going to be soaring among the sky you're going to be dancing with the stars <laughs> and the harder you push now there's a range here of first of all how hard you push on your staccato notes and how deeply you breathe in with your gasp so there's there's a range of how powerful it is for you and how deeply you want to go and then there's also how many reps you do it if you do 10 reps of this whoa 10 in a set would really set you off that would be enough to give you the feeling and once you've done it and once you've felt it and you're really open to it then who knows where you'll be <laughs> What happens next is what you should be describing to me, not me describing it to you. <laughs> so if you want to know rapture, you want to know bliss, you want to know a real breakthrough, then do this laughing technique, this laughter breathing, this expression. And more generally, there... The secret to emotional release is reverse engineering the emotion. So you act the emotion to induce it. And you use the body to do that. And the breathing is the key component to the emotions. Breathing, notice how your breathing changes when you're having certain emotions. Every emotion has its breathing patterns, its breathing states. And if you inquire into that, then you'll be surprised what you can find and what you can do. From another level, it, it's, all, it's all just breathing. So you can say emotional release is just breathing. And they, they are all the same. Like emotional breathing is just one thing. But on a more subtle level, every emotion has its own thing. So... A few more examples of what that might look like. Now, there's one which is a lot of fun, which is uh, gorilla grunting. So if you embody an animal, 
And it doesn't have to just be the gorilla. The gorilla is just the one that resonates the most with me. If you embody an animal, then you get in touch with something primal. So if you walk around going, ooh, 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 and you use your body like you move like a gorilla and you do your arms, then you're using the breathing pattern of the gorilla, the expression, you're expressing yourself like a gorilla to put you into a state. And the gorilla can become really, it's like a really manly sort of rough character, like the, you know, growling is another one. If you want to be a doggy, you want to be, so doing that will put you into something. And then there's also the howling, like, if you want to do that and you want to really get into it. And that, that reminds me of this, this mantra of the, the Yahoo. This is the, one of the Osho mantras, like Yahoo. You know, that's, that falls into the expression category as well. Like, what does someone say when they have fun? They say Yippee or Yahoo. So that sort of pick me up. That has a breathing component to it. And yeah, I mean, one of my favorites is the gorilla one. And there's a whole bunch of animals. Choose your animal. Pick your style for the animal. And that can be a lot to open up with. Now, we do slowly start to move into the territory of mantras and chanting and words. Like each, each word that you talk, there's certain phrases that have breathing patterns to them. But that's something we might have to cover in another episode because there's so much there. But I'll just plant a flag to say that certain phrases and certain shapes of words have a weight to them. And patterns of words, say a a sentence, has to have a breathing pattern to it. So you can invent. I mean, that's the idea of a a mantra or a, a chanting. When you're chanting a word, you're moving your mouth into a certain position to pronounce the word, and you're pushing your air in a certain way for that air to move in a certain speed and to induce a certain state. So that's how breathing connects with words, chanting, and mantras. I will also add one more, which could have been put into the category of the body synchronization episode, but we'll mention it here because it's very similar to expression and emotion. And that is the, I don't know what to call it, but it's the the hopeless walk or the broken walk. And this, the best example I can think of this is when in the movie Lord of the Rings, when Frodo is the, he's the hero of the story and he's on his giant quest and he's almost at the end of the quest and he's there to destroy the ring, that's his quest, and he's struggling to walk. He's really panting and he's falling down and he's tired and he's really just, oh, he's, on, he's almost crawling 
And crawling might be part of this technique. That might be something that comes into this. So this hopeless walk, this brokenness, and this slow breathing, the, the, the body will naturally breathe differently when you do this like a dance, like a, like a movement. If you act like you're broken, you act like you're exhausted, and you push your, you don't push your body. I mean, you're not forcing your body. It's more like an act or a subtle dance. And you even, you can even start to crawl and you, you go into that. Then your breathing will change and your state will change and that will open up your emotions. So you can induce an emotional release through what I'm calling here broken walking. There's no real term for it. It's just a, a slow steps, tiredness. And if you want to know, if you want to open up this thing of, well, there's the body and there's someone using the body, this is a great way to do it. And if you want to get into, well, there's emotions and there's someone having the emotions, well, if you do this and it gives you the emotional release, this will definitely get you on the path to that. So opening up these differences in your phenomenological experience and dividing the body, your actions, your emotions, and your breathing is, is really key to, to all that we're talking about here. And yeah, that's a lot to work with. The huff, the sigh, the laughter breathing, the, the ha-ha laughter, the hee-hee laughter, the hoo-hoo laughter, the gorilla grunting, there's also like breathing through the teeth and angry laughing, the groan, the moan, the raspberries. I'm feeling a bit silly now. I think it's because I blew those raspberries. Oh, motorcycle. That was another one that I forgot. I learned that from my friend Kalvati. She was doing a music class where we learnt the motorcycle breathing pattern. So that's another fun one. Thank you, Kalvati. Beloved Kalvati. You're so beautiful. Okay, now I'm just rambling and I'm feeling chirpy because I've done all these <laughs> breathing techniques. You know, you really I really get a sense of it, like I'm really buzzed up now just from demonstrating all these. I'm going to be walking around so happy today. Imagine if I actually did these. Wow. If you're ever feeling down, just blow a few raspberries. That is so simple and yet so powerful. Imagine if the world could just blow a few raspberries. <laughs> Okay, thanks very much for tuning in. This is episode four of Learning to Breathe. And that's all the... I usually say that's all I have to say for now, but I guess I should say that's all the noise I have to make for now. <laughs>